Welcome to High Sof Adventures Season 2, Episode 3. Going back into Dungeons and Dragons Basic Edition with Rich as the Dungeon Master, taking us through the campaign, The Sacred Texts. <laughs> I love that title so much. In this episode, we are continuing where we picked up and we get to the ruins and uh, hilarity ensues. Sit back and enjoy. Do you guys continue heading north? Follow the trail. Yeah, sure. Yeah, follow the trail. At which point, just wonder if I should force you into another wilderness encounter table. Because that is the beautiful thing about D&D, is the encounter table. But you rolled out of the encounter table. Aww. You know, I'm just going to read you what it says. Once the PCs have traveled far enough that the DM has determined enough time has passed. <laughs> and by the way, I have determined enough time has passed. That's you guys awesome. arrive at the ruins. You know, there's not much to see here. You, you, all know the walls, unfortunately, David, are more than three feet high. So, you know, you can't play this game, you know, climbing the walls to F up your DM's plans. I'm not the thief this time, so whatever. Yeah, I know. Dear, dear viewer, that was a David F'd up my game one time that way. And, you know, your tracking skills got you right there to where you notice in the, uh, you know, the middle of this ruins. You know, it's a big round down ruined area. There's stuff growing over everything. Um, you know, there's a, a cut stone that, uh, you know, all the, the tracks lead to. And uh, around the area is the, the broken down ruins. What would you guys like to do? I would like to maybe try and be a little stealthy. And uh, look around, see if we see if I see or hear any hear anything interesting with my elven ear. Okay, Ray, what would you like to do? Um, I would also kind of like to um, hide in the shadows and just look for traps, I guess. Okay, Melgrim, I will search for traps with, with your five feet. feet. <laughs> that was oh god. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> Balthazar, what would you like to do? I'm going to give some words of encouragement in between <laughs> sips of wine. Swiss, what are you up to over there? I will be uh, sprinkling pepper around and gathering rocks. Yes. Belgrim's just kind of walking around, <laughs> searching for traps with his feet. <laughs> At which point? He finds one. It works. <laughs> And, you know, everybody else is kind of like being stealthy and quiet. But, you know, luck sometimes comes to those who are, bold. are most disposed to find luck. And Melgrim, you kick at the bottom of your feet a wrapped up leather satchel. Mm. And it kind of was under, a, you know, a pile of uh, uh, a pile of uh, debris, you know, some old uh, twigs and branches and leaves. And so you, you unearth this leather satchel, um, at which point everybody else isn't really hearing anything except for Melgrim going <laughs> at the same time um, out there. Um, so you find this leather satchel, Melgrim. Would you like to open it and see if there's a scroll? Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Not a scroll, but I will open it. Okay. Perhaps oh. purple you open it and you find inside of it a dagger. And what's crazy is you immediately recognize this is the same make as the sword that you have, the sword of bone blade. You now have a dagger of 
And there's also a small, a small cluster of a warm crystal, a uh, warm crystal, uh, uh, quartz-like crystal um, inside this satchel also. Oh, the crystals are of interest. And you said the footprints go to some stone. Yeah, a thing. little cut stone surface. Would you would you like to check that out, you dwarf? Of course, as being a dwarf, thing. I have additional pluses for stoneworking. And yeah. like to see if there's a secret door there or something that can be slid. Maybe they've descended. Unbelievably, <laughs> Melgram hit the nail on the head. He oh, goes man. and checks out this after finding the the booty of a uh, of a of a blade and some you know quartz like crystals. He goes over and checks out this uh, you know stone area, this cut stone, and says, "Hey guys, this moves just like this." Whoosh, and pushes it to the side, and sure enough, there is a rusted metal plate right underneath that underneath the uh, cut stone. Uh, it's safe. Come on over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What'd you find, um, buddy? I Anything something. good? That's yeah, this dagger. It looks like the one that Rose is using. I'll give oh, that cool. up. And these quartz stones. Ooh. I want to check out these quartz stones with my intelligence. Do a roll. I'd like roll. to poke around the area with the my ten foot. <laughs> I got a thirteen. What's your intelligence? Uh, well, I rolled an eleven, and my intelligence is sixteen, so plus two. Okay. Wow, they look like crystals, and when you're holding them and checking them out, they they actually are emanating heat. So it's it's not just like a, a cold stone; it is like a, a living being, or it's imbued with magic of some type. Let, let me That's see one of those hands. again. I, I take one, Rich, and I toss it up in the air just slightly to try to catch it to see if it uh, has any magical properties that may activate by Dave's laughing. Larry's played so much. Yes. <laughs> Larry's like, oh, I know what this item is. I'm going to do a thing. <laughs> and see if they would hover or perhaps circle my head or if they just land back in my hand. They land back in your hand, but at this <laughs> Swiss, the clumsy cleric starts to juggle three stones unbelievably at the same time that you do that. It's just, he's just like, oh, we're juggling. And he starts juggling three stones. Unbelievably. Um, Let me roll a dexterity for I mean, I rolled a fucking natural 20. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just rolled a natural You're 20. You're amazing at juggling. The, the clumsy cleric is now juggling three stones. And your your crystals just went up in the air and dropped back in your hand. My life's ambition has been realized. Thank you. <laughs> You've been working at this for years. You are no longer the clumsy cleric. You are the juggling cleric at this point forward. Once you've learned that skill, it can never be unlearned. All right, so we got some rocks. Uh, who wants a dagger? I could keep it. You might need a second dagger. He can throw two what things. Happens. Yes. Now I can throw two things before the magic comes out. I've got my rocks. It's all I need in pepper. So what, what, I'll, I'll what's take the, the quartz stones. You know, right. they're uh, gems, um, dwarves. I have an interest in gems. I'd like I to have, have an interest stones. in gems. I don't think they're of high monetary value, though. I have an interest in magic. I'd like to take them and ship them to Shady to help keep them warm. <laughs> Yeah, you said that they I, I think Shady's gotten right? so embarrassed he got rid of the blanket. 
You, you said that they emanate heat, the, oh. the quartz do? <laughs> no, it's still there. Yes, they're emanating heat. They're warm. Any markings on them? No, none at all. I'm going to take one, just take it out of the thing, and I'm going to chuck it like 20 feet at the ground. Yep. If it's like a little fireworks snapper. It plops, on the, it plops on the ground. It doesn't explode? Nope. Ah, it's disappointing. I'll go pick it up. Are they, um, are they radioactive or are they going to get us killed? Save versus poison. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought they were ion stones, Dave, where you could toss it up and spin around yeah. your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hate playing with Larry. <laughs> Larry, knows, knows, Larry knows his business, man. Yeah, he knows his D&D. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so we've got this metal door. I was going to poke around it with a stick. <laughs> I was going to find traps. You have, okay. as you're poking it with your stick, you find no traps. Okay. I'm going to, um, these runes, the building itself, or the crumbled walls and stuff, is there any actual rooms that I can't see into just standing outside of the runes? No. Or, okay, so it really is just it like is. rubble. And you then, got it. And then this metal door right here. Yep. If you've ever seen the end of a castle after one of those movies been obliterated, Obliterated, obli- you know the word. Yeah, that word. Um, that's all you have around you. You know, it's it's a good you know hundred foot diameter of ruins, but you can see where walls once were. You can see where doors once were, and this is in the center of the hundred foot. So it is obviously um, some kind of door to the netherworld. The netherworld. Cool. Um, this doesn't sound very fun. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to open this thing. You guys, you know, you do a little search up. Sure enough, you kind of see that there's a handle and it's uh, hinged on the other side, and that you would just basically pull it and it would flip open. And it's, you know, uh, you know, going with classic D&D, it's a five foot by five foot rusted door. I'm going to pull out my 10 foot pole and kind of kind of look over at Ray. Say, uh, you want to help me pry this door open? Sure. Let me. Just double check it for traps, and we can do that. Indeed, I rolled a 78. You find no traps. Hey, there's no traps. That's and you have all 10 fingers. That's why we're going to try and open this with our 10-foot poles instead oh, of with yep. our fingers. <laughs> yep. So describe this opening of the so, rusted metal hatch. So you know, one side open. Yeah, you mentioned that it had, it had uh, hinges, and there was like a handle, right? And so I figure, you know, opposite of the hinges, we could both set the poles against the door, against the hatch, and, and pry it up and open. I'd like to move, down, move out of the blast radius. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm 10 feet away from the door when I do this, so hopefully that's good enough. Okay, so we all have to have this mental... I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have the, the party arrayed as I... Think it is, yeah, yeah, with yeah. both of us ten feet away with our ten foot poles, and then the rest a smooth extra twenty something feet away. By the way, Balthasar is is whispering words of encouragement. Go like, team, be brave. You go team. This. You guys, hey, this is your job. You're a thief. You got this. I'm, I'm trying. You're a burglar. It's good. Um, so I I kind of just I'm going to draw this in rows. Kind of, kind of taking his ten foot pole, kind of wedging it right inside that little open area. You know what I mean? So 
if if we're looking at the drawing here, you're kind of wedging your pole right in there okay. and you're going to kind of pry it open. And so sure enough, you get the edge of your pole in there, kind of push down and it pries open about this much. And so now there's open space. So Ray, what are you doing with your pole? So we have an open space. Yeah. Kind of been wedged open. Let's say six inches. I want to be able to help hold the door open. Can I just push it, push it in further? <laughs> so you, you come in with a, you come in with another pole, kind of like, <laughs> kind of like this, at an opposite angle, <laughs> and you kind of wedge it in the ground. Uh huh. And you catch a little bit of that six-inch rise, and you push up to where now it's about a foot and a half open. Well, if we can get like a strong guy over here now to push it the rest of the way open, great. Yeah, so it's about Ooh, a foot and a half. Not up. Me. Uh, uh, by the way, Dave, your pole is no longer needed. You oh, can put your pole up. Then I, 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 I pull it out of the thing before it gets taken away from me. Okay, so you pull your pole back. Yep. She's kind of pushing. Ray's kind of pushing the pole up. You know, I'm gonna uh, then I'm gonna reset mine and and use it to continue to push this door open. If I yeah, I we're just gonna keep levering it open like this then. Yeah. Okay, so you guys kind of go back and forth and back and forth. And pretty soon, this door, you know, if this is the ground, this door is like this. And that's about as far as you can get it. You know, your pole is like almost straight up. You're like right at the edge of this thing holding your pole up. And the, the door's on it, and your pole's straight. And it's at a, what is that, like almost a 40-degree angle, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're, you're, that's kind of where you're at. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at um at Melrig and say, uh, "All right, it's your show." All right, out of my way. <laughs> Meander <laughs> towards towards the hole. Take out an iron spike, which, and drive that. There we go into the stone, propping mm -hmm. the door open so it won't fall down as we. So Melrig comes over, and I'm gonna I'm on roll twenty here. Melrig comes over to this section over. And he, he drives a spike in to where it actually creates a, uh, a stand. You know what I mean? It's a wedge. It's a wedge. Yeah, wedge. It's a wedge. By the way, Melrig, while you're over there, you notice over here on this side um, where, all the, where all the pole action's happening, you notice there's a ladder down into the darkness. Well, with my infravision, can I see anything within the first 60 feet? Or is the daylight screwing it up? I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. There's probably a goblin down there short ways. Melrig, you see a host of goblins looking up at you. Oh god. Mm. A host. A host? Is this like is this like a Japanese host club where they're like very well dressed and They're welcoming you down <laughs> <laughs> into this area. So Melrig, you step back. Yes. And you know, you guys have been you guys have been friends for you, you know, you're working this guard thing. So you've worked out like a sign language. That's so Melrig steps back. Done. Thank you for giving us that for free. And everybody knows there's a host of goblins down there. <laughs> well, that's pretty good for intelligence five. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, you can't I'll, read, but I'll, you can do sign language. I kind of I kind of want to cast sleep on all the goblins. How, um, how right. far does he tell us how far down they are? About 10 feet. <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> what is it? Is it rocks? We take and we lob a pepper bomb in at them. <gasps> yes. I can try to put them all to sleep. No pepper bomb. 
Do we have any? It only works for somebody hit dice worth. That's, I mean, I can put some of them to sleep. Maybe. I say pepper bomb first, then we. Okay. Hold up. Pepper Hold is, up. is a is a powder. Okay. Yep. All right. While you're prepping that, Neville Pemrose is going to start taking out his oil. There you go. And getting ready to throw some oil down there with some uh, with some like he's got his oil ready and he's going to do like some flint and steel on some tinder and try and get himself like a little a little a uh, little fire in his hands ready to throw down the, the old green oil. silo explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Get that powder. Get that fuel air bomb going and burn their eyes, too. I'm, you know, maybe the sleep's not necessary. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are like anarchist cookbook or whatever. <laughs> and then if there's anybody moving, I'll right. shoot them. I'm not sure this is covered in the basic rules, but I'm, yeah. go, I'm going for it. Yeah, Rich, what, where is the fuel air bomb in, um, in uh, D&D basic? I mean, can we call that a fireball? What, what do you, okay, go over this one more. Powders are all flammable. Right, because they're right, cause like they're, flour. Yeah, exactly. And so he's going to toss all this pepper down there to like discombobulate. Them. Actually, it would probably be better if someone besides me threw the pepper. Because <laughs> if you're next to you, you just throw it in your face. Good I mean, point. can't you just drop it? Like, is <laughs> how do you mess that up? We got to do a dex check. Yeah, we got to okay. do a dex. So, Heather, would you be willing to throw the pepper? Absolutely. Awesome. So that's going to go down there and it's going to be this cloud of pepper, right? Ah, it's in my eyes. Pepper spray. And don't then, tase me, bro. Don't tase me. And while that's happening, we're going to throw like um, a skin of oil down there or like a, a jar of oil down there, right? And with that, I'm going to send my little tinder flame thing so it catches the oil and the powder. Okay. Does anybody have oil? I have oil. Yeah. Dave's oh, you do. We have we have all the ingredients for this. We have all okay. the ingredients to murder mm-hmm. some goblins. Okay, I remember the basic or make spicy crackers was incredibly basic. So I was just checking to make sure we had oil. So let's mark this off our chart. Our oh yeah, I, I do need to. I, I have two things of oil. I'm spending one thing of oil. I will use two pounds of pepper. That's most of your pepper. That still gives me one point six. I'm okay. <laughs> He's got a lot of pepper. <laughs> yes, he had 3.6 in this whole maneuver. So we got to get through a dex check of getting the, getting the pepper down there. You, my friend, have to do the the uh, oil. We need to do a uh, dex check there. And then someone else also has to light. So we got three checks that are going. Are they all dex? And two dex. And what do we want to say for lighting? Kind of a kind of a survival. Yeah, so I might say wisdom. That's kind of what I've been using for survival ideas. Is that wisdom? Yeah. So two dex check and one wisdom. So disperse amongst your party. You want me to make one or both of the dex checks? Uh, well, I think we we have, want, it needs to be timed such that all I think you and someone else needs to. Do yes. So we need two dex checkers. First one 14. for the pepper. Second one for the oil. Third one on a wisdom check for the fire starting, and you have to roll below your number. Oh, yeah. Um, I I am passable at dex checks. I have a fourteen on dex. That means you're 16. better. All right, so the two of you should do the dex check. Yes. Okay. Who's doing wisdom? 
Probably. I got wisdom. Yeah. Okay. So I, I stand there and supervise. <laughs> I am let's dropping start, the pepper. That let's is... start off with the pepper. So okay. let's do a dex check and see how this pepper goes. Roll a one. So a one would be dead on. Yes, roll a four. Roll that four. is a pretty damn good dex check. I got to put in the pepper. Hold on. I'm going to put little dots of pepper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Seasoning. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now let's go with the person that's taking the oil. Cause you know, you don't just want to throw, you got to kind of pop it open and just kind of like, shoo, 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 shoo. you know, you want to get Look, it man. down there all over and then I have the my thing way explode. around a wine skin An oil skin is not that much different. No, it's not. I rolled a four. What? Okay. So you guys have done incredibly well. Can't take points for your fuck ups. So uh, number, number nine, sorry guys. Number nine. Um, I can't take away points for your fudge ups. Now this all rests on the shoulders of your wisdom check. A two. Oh, oh, oh. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. What? I'm, I'm going home. Goodbye. We got it. Bye. I'm just turning off. We, we won. Turning off. We okay. won D D. So now someone needs to roll one D six plus one, and I will apply that to every single one of the hey, goblins. Guys, I just in thought of something. We're kind of close to the blast radius. Well, there's also probably the humans we're supposed to save down there. No, this was Collateral a great plan. <laughs> right, um, who wants to roll the D six? You can. Belshazzar. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The person who actually oh, okay. threw the threw the stuff down there. Sure. You don't have yeah, this actually, up, actually, Don't F this up. You haven't rolled a lot of damage yet, so you should totally roll that. Uh, that is a four plus one. Yes! Ooh. Five points of damage. At this point, party, you hear hideous screams <laughs> coming up through this, through this rusted metal plate that, that can't move because it's, it's, it kind of pops up and pops back because your dwarf is just so good at being a dwarf. He has that metal, like, pitting. He's in very place. good. Right, he knows what he's doing. He he he's got this. And so you hear hideous come out of there. Five points of damage has been dealt to all the goblins down inside the first pit. It, it smells atrocious. You hear people. You, you know what a death rattle sounds like. You hear many death rattles as the fire burns down and the smells emanate from that area. What do you do now? Uh, I'm gonna look down there with my infrared. Break out the marshmallows. Yeah, you see a you see a bunch of goblins. And by the way, it's very nighttime. It's very dusk. It's very dark outside. We've we've cleared the first room. Um and I'm gonna start climbing down. It's really smelly down there. Ah. Mm. That was awful. Unbelievably, David. There was one goblin who survived. <laughs> one left. There was one goblin. Is he all like jacked up and hard? I, I can just read this. I can read this to you. Here four, five, four, three, four. Six. Those are the hit points. Wow. There's one that's alive and he was waiting. He said, You killed all my brethren. They were all they they all started with the they all started with the letter G, all his friends. <laughs> George, Georgina, Georgina, Jimmy, Gary. Jimmy was a uh, they, they just they're all dead. Every one of them. Except for him. Ooh, ooh. They uh, called him they called him Ghana. He, so, he was French. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look to this one and say you should surrender. No, no, he's stabbing you. Oh <laughs> no, no, he's stabbing, stabbing you, bitch. You. He's coming at number ten. Sorry, we got to make this not PG three. 
Um, he's stabbing you. He's taking he, he's taking a taking a poke, at but at a poke of seven, he misses. You get down to the bottom of the stairs. He goes, ah, oh, in the name of was this Gergamesh. He got, oh, that's your thing. Sorry. He goes to stab you, and he misses. It's now your turn. I'm gonna shout up to everyone. Um, there's still one left. And I'll start down. I'll start um, down. I will. Uh, I'm gonna stab him with bone blade. You got it. Yeah, I'm gonna stab this dude with bone blade. Oh, I miss. That's what happens. Oh. Well, you didn't bone him. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Melgram, Melgram, you get to the bottom. He takes yeah. another hit, and he misses again. On Dave, you both get a hit on the poor lonely guy. That somehow is not getting a kill on anybody. Uh, what's his AC? I missed. Or rather, I, I hit I hit AC nine. You missed because he's an AC seven. Oh well, oh. you know what? He's all burnt up. Let's make him AC eight just to see if Melgrim gets him. Nope, I still missed. Ah, oh, you guys both sucks. sucks. We do. Six. All right. Well, the eleven still misses Dave. Come on, guys. You guys think we should go help, or do I get to go down and uh, bap him with my hammer? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. We got it. I'm good. I got it. I got a 17 on the die. Okay, yeah. roll some damage. You killed him. It only took one point. What? Uh, what is this? A normal sword or? A... Oh, one d8. One d8. Okay. Ooh. Yes. I did. Uh damage. And he uh died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. You are now in the entry chamber. This room is a 30-foot square, and it, you know, comes from the ruins above. At which point... The good news is I don't think anyone else heard us and knows we're coming. Not at all. <laughs> the explosion of fire and the death squeals of all the goblins. No one heard. No. <laughs> you hear on the wind, everyone's alive. So I'm going to presume that everyone else joins us down in this... Uh, yes. 30, Search the 30-foot murder <laughs> hole. That we just made. <laughs> yes, the murder hole. Let's wait for Heather to get back. Yeah, of course. Well, we'll search the bodies while she's gone. <laughs> oh, unbelievably. What a great decision. You find 70. <laughs> we find 75 what? 72 copper pieces. Ooh, ka-ching. And by the way, everybody had a short sword. Everybody had a shield. Everybody had bullshit goblin. Ooh, I'll you take know, a like, shield. There you go. You got a I shield. I can only wield daggers. Well, they they're goblin short swords. They're like yeah. daggers. Here we go. We're going to roll. 1d4 minus 1. You find two daggers. Nice. And the shield is worth 2 AC? 1 AC, because it's a shitty goblin shield. Ooh. Yeah. It's so partially that, burnt. That. Yeah, it's partially burnt. I'm up to 4 daggers. Woohoo! Yeah, one so silver, now you have some range one weapons. Bone. Ray, what happened to you? We hear you. I don't quite know. Uh, okay. You said there was 72 copper? Yes. Split between the five of us is what? Well, 72 divided by five. Rich, you're breaking up again. Mark. Oh, am I really? You know, this is a great point to say your party has gathered in the entry chamber. You've gone through the pockets, the hidden locations of these goblins. And I might say Balthazar was quite checking all the hidden locations. <laughs> you find 72 copper pieces. 
that you can share amongst yourselves. You find two additional daggers for throwing. There's some short swords. One of you grabs a small shield, though you have a plus one to your AC as you continue through this dungeon. As you look to the west of this entry chamber, you see a door in front of you. To be continued. Everyone who's been watching, thanks a ton. This has been High Shelf Gaming playing original D&D. Thank you, Rich, for running for us, man. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, Rich. I'll kill you guys next time. That's right. Better luck next time. (laughs) Everyone at home, have fun. Play well. May all your rolls be crits. Thanks for listening. If you like our style, please subscribe or rate, like the podcast within your app. It helps fellow listeners find us. We really appreciate it. So thank you. To join the community, you can find us on Twitter and Discord, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to get connected and join the fun. This episode is copyrighted by High Shelf Gaming LLC and is not cleared for broadcast or syndication without written approval. The music was provided by Lil Funky on YouTube and our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. Take care, friends. Thank you.